Mabuhay! Thanks for tuning in! Welcome to Kin Thinking on Adulting. Cheers, fellow adults! This is episode 3, Maintaining Good Relationships with Family, Friends, and Loved Ones. This episode features different perspectives and insights of individuals from different walks of life. The special guests will share their experiences in maintaining good relationships with their family, friends, and loved ones. The special guests in this episode are our youth pastor, my friends, my cousin, a classmate, and a former colleague. They are working at different places in the Philippines, New Zealand, and other Southeast Asian countries. Maintaining a good relationship with our family, friends, and loved ones is very essential, don't you agree? I myself have been living for almost three years now in a city that is an eight-hour bus ride from my hometown. So, the way that I communicate with my friends and family from Midsayap is to communicate with them through text or through messenger chats and through video calls at times. I continually update my family by sending them my daily updates and by sending them pictures of the food I eat. I also update my friends with the important details of my life. So we utilize our GCs or group chats in Messenger to update each other. We also often tag one another as we remember each other. And I guess I could improve my uh, relationship with them and maintain it through being more intentional, especially in praying for them and in asking how they are and how's, how are things going on. So that is my answer. Later on, we will be listening to the answers of our special guests. So stay tuned! Did you know that intimacy falls into different categories? According to a Healthline article entitled How to Understand and Build Intimacy in Every Relationship, written by Meisha Johnson, intimacy is closeness between people in personal relationships. It is what builds over time as you connect with someone, grow to care about each other, and feel more and more comfortable during your time together. It can include physical or emotional closeness or even a mix of two. Intimacy falls into several different categories including 1. Emotional intimacy. It is what allows you to tell your loved ones personal things that you might not necessarily share with strangers. As you learn that you can trust someone, you feel safe enough to let your walls down. Do you look forward to coming home and work so you can relax and be yourself with your partner? Or how you can tell your brother anything without being judged? This is what it means to have emotional intimacy. Second is the intellectual intimacy, which involves getting to know each other or how other person's mind works and sharing the map of your mind too. 
It builds as you exchange ideas and have meaningful conversations. You know the deep philosophical discussion that helped you realize that your classmate wasn't just a classmate but also a friend? These moments brought you closer because you shared intellectual intimacy. Third is physical intimacy. It is about touch and closeness between bodies. In a romantic relationship, it might include holding hands, cuddling, kissing, and sex. But your relationship doesn't have to be sexual or romantic to have physical intimacy. A warm, tight hug is an example of a physical intimacy with a friend or family member. Fourth is experiential intimacy, which is built by spending quality time with someone and growing closer over over common interests and activities. There's nothing quite like the way you bond with someone over your mutual love of watching your favorite TV show or during a spirited game of Monopoly or any other board games. And fifth is spiritual intimacy, which means different things to different people. So spiritual intimacy can vary too. Generally speaking, spirituality is about belief in something beyond the physical realm of experience, of existence rather. Spiritual intimacy can look like sharing a common value, volunteering together in a ministry, or praying for one another. So, these are the different categories of intimacy. Now you know. Listen to the answers of our special guests to the following questions. Why is it important to maintain good relationships with your parents, siblings, friends, and loved ones? And how do you maintain a good relationship with them? In what ways do you think you can improve your relationship with them? Stay tuned for their answers. Hello listeners, I am Pastor Kemos Nina. I'm the youth pastor of Tagum City Christian Baptist Church, Tagum City, Davao del Norte. It is important to maintain good relationship with my parents, siblings, uh, friends, and loved ones because uh, they are your support group. When you rise to success, they are there for you. When you fall, they are also there for you to comfort you and to strengthen you. Uh, ultimately, they are the people who will always be uh, there for you no matter what. Talking about uh, having a good relationship, especially to your family, I recall the story of the prodigal son, in which uh, the prodigal son went away from his uh, father, uh, wa- wasted all the uh, inheritance that his father gave him, and time came that the uh, he lost all his money. He had no money anymore. And uh, soon he went to work uh, with the pigs and he realized that he, uh, he committed a mistake. And so, uh, since he has nothing else, he still went back to his family. And the uh, father, um, in spite of the mistake of his son, he welcomed his son. Uh, that's why we must uh, maintain uh, to have a good relationship with uh, these people. And also, uh, how you treat these people 
is also a molding process of how you will treat others outside that circle of relationship in a sincere way. What I mean is if you are if you have a good relationship with people who are close to you, your parents, your parents, your siblings, your loved ones, um, that is how you will treat also others outside that circle of relationship. And also with your and also your relationship with God will be reflected also through your relationship with other people. This is also one of the reasons why we should have, why I should have, why I should maintain a good relationship with this, uh, with parents, siblings, friends, and loved ones because of my relationship with God. It says in 1 John 4, verse 7 to 8, and also we'll jump in 1 John 4, verse 20 to 21, sabi don, Beloved, let us love one another. For love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God, and knoweth God. He that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is love. And says there in verse 20 to 21, If a man say, I love God, and hateth his brother, he is a liar. For he that loveth not his brother, whom he hath seen, how can he love God, whom he hath not seen? And this commandment have we from him, that he who loveth God, loveth his brother also. So we can see here in this uh, commandment the reason why, uh, why I should have uh, maintained a good relationship uh, with my loved ones, family, friends, and siblings is because I love God. If I truly love God, I should love those people around me. It's uh, uh it's it's kind of uh hypocrite if I say I love God, but I hate my brother. First of all, to maintain a good relationship with them, to my parents, to my siblings, loved ones, and friends, it should be a choice and a commitment, and not based on circumstances or emotions. Each one of us have different characters. Some are dominant, some are so quiet, and, uh, and we have our likes and dislikes. To maintain a good relationship based on our likes makes us look like a selfish person, and we miss the opportunity to grow in maturity. To me, I think, to maintain a good relationship with these people, is to be patient and choose to love them in spite of their shortcomings and weaknesses. This is not easy. That's why it's only by God's grace and mercy that I am able to do these things. I think I can improve my relationship with them by being more patient and understanding. Uh, what I mean by being patient is that uh, they can learn from their mistakes and they can still improve and uh, allow them to improve. And talking about understanding, there are some people that it's hard for them to, the yes, they can improve, but they need to cope. You need to understand them, maybe. Uh, uh, try, for example, there are some people who are, uh, who are old 
and uh, they can easily forget many things. And there's some of uh, of uh, uh, physical uh, weakness. So on this side, uh, uh, I can improve by being understanding instead of being uh, settling of, of being scoldy or what I mean by uh, always blaming. And also uh, another thing that I can improve is by being solution oriented, finding ways, uh, find solutions. Happy adulting. Thank you for inviting me on this uh, pod- podcast. And I hope and pray that uh, my answers could be of help and be a blessing to you all. Bye-bye. God bless. Hello, listeners. I am Jasperine. I'm Kinkin's friend and also a primary school teacher from Malaysia. Thanks for having me. I'm humbled to share my little experience with you. So just to let you know a little bit about myself, I've been away from home for the past 10 years. And the distance between my current working place and my hometown was about two and a half hours flight. So every year I would return to my hometown to have a break about three or four times a year. So thank God for air Asia. Now everyone can fly. <laughs> okay. Um, I grew up in a not very big family, I would say. I would have five other siblings and it's expanding now <laughs> with nieces and nephews coming up the way. Yeah. So being away from home uh, for many years now, I think it's important to maintain a good relationship with family. Speaking on my own point of view, they are simply my closest people that I could rely on most of the time. Um, Especially when I needed help, like big matters, I would call them out because I was not afraid to trouble them. Which sometimes I think for friends, it's a bit difficult for me to... uh, to tell them my request and so on. And besides, they are also one that I could trust on, um, that I could just tell them everything without being afraid of being judged or backstabbed. Yeah. And furthermore, families are someone that know you inside out. So whenever you tell them, the challenges or the decision that you are going to make, uh, they are the one that not just listen, but will tell you the honest truth. And you don't feel hurt after hearing what they say most of the time, simply because you know that they love you. Yeah. Okay. To continue to maintain this good relationship with my family, um, I would make sure that um, I would call them at least once a week or once every two weeks just to update each other what are we up to. And I think um, it doesn't, sometimes during this call, it doesn't need to be uh, be some deep matters or some, um, some 
just deep or big matters, but simply just talking to each other um, actually actually meant that no matter how busy or far away you are, you always make time to them. You are always there, ready to be um, to be um, to to be their listening ears. So I think it's important so that um, our relationship will not grow apart. Besides that, I also send some. I also try to send some gifts during special occasions, and not just during special occasion. But I think like sending something or a message or a gift during the times when. Uh, when they are go, going through um, challenging time or hard time, it would actually uh, closer your relationship. For example, I remember when one of my sister was, uh, was having a hard time teaching my niece some Mandarin language. So as a teacher, um, I would search on online shopping platform, the materials that could help her out. And I think that really, um, really make her happy in a way that uh, she feel that, you know, someone are there supporting her. Yeah. One of the ways that I can improve my relationship with my family members is being more intentional to share my everyday updates with them so that, um, they actually know what I'm going through or like we have a more common topic that we could share with during video calls. Yeah, yeah, I think that is um, that's one thing that I would really love to change. And also being more understanding, especially when my family members talk about their hardship or challenges, instead of being quick to point out, like to point out their um, ways that they need to improve or giving them advice I think being understanding or just being or or just stand in their shoes actually um, was a better support for them yeah. since I, I'm not there with them so yeah that is those two things that I hope I would change this year yeah that's all for my sharing today Thanks for everything, and I would say happy adulting to all of you. Bye. Hello, listeners. I am Hersil Taren Sean Villamore, Kinkin's former colleague at Southern Christian College or SSC. Presently, I am a senior high school faculty teaching English and literature subjects. Today, I'm going to share my insights concerning adulting journey. To give you a background about my family, as of now, I am like thousands of miles away from my mom and siblings, and I'm living with my two grannies. It's not a typical family setup, but I think it has somehow developed my independence. And that is, I think, one of the things we need to endure and cope with growing up as an adult. However, it doesn't also mean we have to compromise our good relationship among our loved ones. We also need to exert some efforts to maintain our harmonious relationship with them. It is important to maintain good relationship with parents, siblings, 
friends, and loved ones because it is a manifestation of our gratefulness, love, and care for them. They give us joy, completeness, and hope. So I think they, des they also deserve to be reciprocated by maintaining a good relationship with them. Also, to maintain my good relationship with them, I make sure to have quality and intimate communication. As the eldest, I embrace my responsibilities by heart towards my younger siblings. May it be financially, morally, and spiritually. To my friends, I devote time with them, and I make sure to be a sincere and thoughtful friend. The ways I think I can improve my relationship with them is to allocate more time for them. Because, you know, as a working adult, time is something that we usually lack of. So if there is one thing I believe will improve my relationship with them, again, that is to give them more time. Happy adulting! Hello, listeners. I am Armilo Talaman. I am Kinkins College classmate at Southern Christian College. I am a math and English teacher for seven years at Watpatum Tayakaram School, Sichuan District, Nakhon Si Tamarat, Thailand. It is important to maintain good relationship with my parents, sibling, and loved ones because my mental growth, well-being, and stability all depend on my family. They allow me to feel safe, protected, accepted, and loved despite of my shortcomings. As an overseas Filipino worker, living away from my parents, sibling, and loved ones can be hard, especially when I am dealing with homesickness and problems. Staying connected with them makes me feel relief and comforting. I make sure I continue to be in a good relationship with my parents by being honest and open and be more willing to talk about things that I may feel are uncomfortable. I think I can improve my relationship with them by being more intentional in listening and thinking first before I say, showing interest, trusting, and be more open to discuss issues and problems. Happy adulting! Hi listeners, I'm Harry. I'm Kinkin's friend and a junior high school teacher from Indonesia. We are currently living in the midst of pandemic COVID-19, which has had a significant impact on our life as well as our relationships with our parents, siblings, and the loved ones. Stress, worry, uncertainty, or loneliness may occur in any family member as a result of situations like school closures, canceled events, separations from friends, social distancing, and many others. People will soon need to feel loved and supported more than ever before. The key roles are played by the strong family. Here's some important reasons to maintain good relationship with your parents, siblings, friends, and loved ones. Number one, it helps us feel safe and loved, which encourages us to try new things and learn. And number two, 
it can assist us in overcoming obstacles in our ways of doing something or in our behavior. And number three, it makes it easier for us to solve problems, resolve conflicts, and respect different perspectives. And the last one, number four, it can sustain and develop our well-being as well as theirs. I will give you three simple things that we can do to maintain a good relationship with your parents, siblings, friends, and even the loved ones. First is spend time together every day to talk and share a laugh. For example, family meals or video calls. If you're on a distant place or far away from your parents or the loved ones, can be great times to catch up on the day. Secondly, do regular fun things together as a family. This can be as simple as movie time at night or cooking activities, as well as a family board games night each week. And the last one is make decisions together about what to do for special events like birthdays or attending online conference. I think we can improve our relationship with them by being more intentional about listening to their stories or problems with full attention, being open to talking about tough topics such as admitting mistakes and all sorts of feelings, including anger, joy, frustration, fear, and anxiety. Just keep in mind that talking about feeling angry is not the same as getting angry. And don't forget to express gratitude, love, and encouragement through words and affection. Happy adulting! Bye, everyone! Thank you for having me. Hello, listeners. I am Kathleen May Pido Konanan, also known as Maika Kinkins Gazin. I am working as a registered nurse in a local hospital in Ashburton, which is in the South Island of New Zealand. I have been in this beautiful country for about three years now. Maintaining good relationship with family and friends is important especially when you're living or working far from home because, to be honest, working overseas is kind of emotionally draining at times. And family, as always, is a good source of motivation to keep going. It may not replace the comfort whenever you need a parent's advice or a sibling's hug, but we are still so lucky to be living in a digital world where keeping in touch is easy as one click. So sometimes, it feels like they're not so far at all. My family use Facebook to update our general life's whatabouts and use a family chat room in Messenger for private matters we wanted to share. We all talk about anything random, from our small achievements to asking advice or even COVID updates. We also love sending random photos, from house pets, to what we are eating, to what our nephews and niece are currently doing, to funny throwback photos, and even what show they're currently watching on Netflix. 
my closest circle of friends who also live all across the world also use group chat to stay connected. Our chat room is mostly to update our group of friends about private life matters we don't want to share to the rest of the world. We are each other's confidant, and we find comfort with each other as we know how it feels like to be away to our dear families. Lucky are we who have friends who, that are always there for you regardless of distance. Isn't it just so amusing what these little devices and pieces of technology do to keep in touch with our family? Sometimes it feels like Philippines is just around New Zealand's corner. I think I can improve my relationship with my family and friends by putting more effort to stay connected. Considering time zones and personal schedule, it may be a little challenging, but that is definitely something we are currently working so we can find time that best suits everyone. Also, hopefully with this pandemic will be all under control, I and my husband hope to come home soon, as nothing compares to the happiness of a family to be under one roof. It's a pleasure to be in your podcast, Ken. Hoping to catch up with you soon. Happy adulting! Hello, listeners. I'm E. Yuying. I'm Kinkin's friend, and I am a staff from the advancement team of East Asia School of Theology, a theological college that is committed to developing Christ-like leaders for the Great Commission through holistic equipping of the head, heart, and hands. We are located at 118 Truchet Road in Singapore. I would like to share the importance of maintaining good relationships with parents, siblings, friends, and loved ones. What comes to my mind is a former colleague's recent final journey of cancer. You listeners are probably still a long way off from life's final journey. But I realize from my ex-colleague's situation that while she is in hospice care, the five registered visitors who are permitted to visit her are all her family members her two sisters, a brother-in-law, a nephew, and a niece. Her sister was lamenting to me that my colleague had spent too little time with family while she was still healthy. Her situation gave me a wake-up call to spend more quality time with my family and loved ones while I am still healthy. As a young adult, You may be living away from your family of origin due to work or further studies. These days, the way we connect can be via WhatsApp, Telegram, Signal, Skype, FB Messenger, Zoom, etc. There are a plethora of messaging apps depending on your geographical location. For myself, I have family chat groups on WhatsApp which we regularly update news of interests and happenings to one another. We also try our best to send out birthday greetings for each cousin in our cousin's chat as we live in different countries, from Singapore, Malaysia, Australia, New Zealand, and Hong Kong. If it happens to be a milestone birthday, we try to organize a birthday Zoom across the time zones so that we can join in the celebrations virtually. These days, it could also be a conference call or video call 
or WhatsApp or other platforms. I make sure I continue to be in good relationship with my mom who lives with me by being understanding of her needs, which are oftentimes different from mine. For example, in making this recording, I try to wait till mom falls asleep before I record, as she enjoys uh, watching TV or clips on her iPad, which would give out ambient sounds and affect the recording. I try my best not to hurry her to get off the TV or device, but just to cater to her needs. As for my siblings, who may often have differences in views and opinions on issues of the day, I try to understand their points of view while at the same time holding on to my own convictions. I understand that it is okay to agree to disagree on the non-essentials of life. For me, I am blessed to know that my siblings are believers in the Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ, and I pray that they will grow and be strengthened in their faith in God. Prayer for your loved ones is a powerful weapon. Use it often, especially if they have yet to know Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. Pray for your loved ones and prayer for your loved ones and friends is the best gift we can give them because we may not always know the hard battles they may be going through in their heads and hearts. Happy praying and happy adulting. Thank you very much to our special guests in this episode. Thank you so much. Terima kasih, maraming maraming salamat. Sheshe, thank you for spending your time to share to us your experiences in maintaining good relationships with your family, friends, and loved ones. So once again, I would like to uh, share my great appreciation to my cousin Kathleen May Pidokonanan, my former colleague, Hersil Terin Sean Villiamore, to my college classmate, Armilu Talaman, and to Pastor Kemuel Sinina. And thank you as well to my friends, Jasperin Ong Chingyun from Malaysia, Harry Simatra from Indonesia, and Miss Ewing from Singapore. Thank you very much for spending time to be our guests in this podcast. Here are some good things on adulting. There are said to be seven key factors within any intimate relationship. First is trust. Second, acceptance. Third, honesty. Fourth, safety. Fifth, compassion. Sixth, affection. And seventh, communication. Hope that we will all be able to develop all those key factors to be able to maintain our good relationships with our family, friends, and loved ones. Can you relate to our guests' answers? How about you? How do you maintain good relationships with your family, loved ones, and friends? Have you ever pondered how you could better improve it? Are you a student of the new normal mode of education? Are you tired of online learning? 
our next episode is the part one of the two-part series of surviving online classes. We will hear first from our college students. Stay tuned! Hey there! Thanks for listening. I hope this episode has been helpful to you. Stay tuned for the next episodes. Stay connected! Thank you.